Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. Yes, welcome back to Trendy, where we are here to pay off the week-long contest between myself and Martin Weiss as we continue to explore the best trends to follow for casual bettors. Martin, how are you doing today? I'm doing a lot better because Tyrod Taylor did get sacked in the end zone, which would have blown my under. I was stressed about that and would have had a little bit of impact on my alternate spread of 13 and a half last night, both of which a breeze. Thank you very much. Unbelievable finish to that game for the only person in America still watching it, which was you. But I got to give you big props, big kudos. You got the Thursday night game nearly perfect. You did hit your adjusted spread. You did hit that under. And you did hit the over on Brock Purdy completions as Purdy ties his career high for attempts in a game plan that felt like a personal attack. They were gashing the Giants over and over again on the ground, yet through 37 times in an endless series of checkdowns that turned into a beatdown for yours, Truly, you are now crushing me 13.8 to 9.1 as we enter the third and final round of our battle. The thing that made me sick, I sat there with thinking about the head pick, right? You're supposed to think about the head pick, break it down, analyze. So I'm thinking, and you know what I did? I, I really fall victim to this too often. I overthought it way too much. I used to have a sign said, you don't overthink this. And I was, <laughs> I overthought it so much. Because Christian McCaffrey definitely went over his longest rushing yards, which was 14. And Debo got one carry the whole game. And it's not like he wasn't impacting the game. He was obviously huge. And I handicapped it to a T. I said, they're not going to want to tackle this guy. And sure enough, both of his big catches, they were like, no, we don't want to tackle this guy. He put a linebacker on in the first minute of the game. Brock Purdy looked, I mean, but you know what? Credit to the 49ers. 13 and a half was a breed. Yeah. Well, that's where the second guess express oh. gets you, right? Uh, the second guess express. No, that was my head pick. My second guess express was Brock Purdy to throw two touchdowns or over one and a half touchdowns. That uh, boom. So there you go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Demon Samuel was your probably your weakest pick because you overthought it. But if you had just gone with your gut, you had just gone with McCaffrey or you had gone with Brock Purdy, you would have been absolutely perfect on the evening, and I'd have no shot at coming back. So thank you. Thank you for overthinking things yet again, <laughs> my friend. Uh, so before we conclude, I was listening to Minus 3 this morning with Sheck and Hench, and uh, I encourage all of you to go out and listen to another fantastic episode. But they were talking about something that we seldom hear but I love, which is a good gambling win instead of a bad beat. We all remember every one of the bad beats that we've ever had in our life, but we never, ever, ever get to talk about the ones that felt good when we got to cash. So I usually use this space to complain, but instead today, Martin, I wanted to ask you, what is your best gambling win? Well, I mean, I'd have to say this past weekend was honorable mention. I had South Carolina first half money line and against the spread against Georgia. That was 10 to one. I had Colorado state money line and against the spread for the first half and for the full game against Colorado. That was 13 to one. And then, and then NFL Sunday rolls around. I'm like, I've been hot just spotting these live lines. I see the commanders. I'm like, there's no way they're this bad. Down 21-3, hit that. 
I see the Giants. I'm like, are the Giants really going to end their season to the Cardinals like this? Bet them down at half. I think the Commanders was like eight to one. Giants were like nine to one. So this weekend was probably one of my better gambling weekends that I've had in a long time. My best, well, I'd say this. Betting on the Miami Heat to go to the Eastern Conference, to win the Eastern Conference at the end of the first round, that, that was a big win for me too last year. And then the last year, the Titans, actually the first bet I ever placed. It was Ooh. a winning one, and it's it's one of my favorite stories. It was week nine, and the Tennessee Titans were playing a New Orleans Saints, and they lost to drop their record at that point to five, and I mean to four and five. They had a bye coming up, and I said, this Tennessee team is incredibly impressive. I love them. I'm going to bet on them to win the division and also to win the AFC. And so what they did was they didn't end up winning the AFC, but they got to the AFC championship game. And with the odds that I had on Tennessee to win the AFC, I was able to hedge with Kansas City. Wow. I was able to hedge with Kansas City. And the money I got from that, from those moments, because Tennessee both covered the spread in that game and Kansas City won. So I hedged it with the money line. And of course, I was betting Tennessee against the spread every, every step of the way. Because why not? After that, I had enough money in my account where I didn't deposit again for 365 days at minimum. That, that is always the biggest victory, right? It isn't how much you withdraw. It's how much you don't have to put back in. And I got to say, I always say this, like, I want to be you in my next life. Because when I say, what's the best weekend or what's the best story you ever had? You're like, it just happened to me. And if I ask you next <laughs> week, it'll probably just have happened to you again. I wish to be you. My story... um, when I was when I was in my twenties and before I had kids, I mean, God bless them if they're listening. I was a lot more fun, Martin. You should have known me back then. I had a lot more good times, uh, partied a little bit more, and I found myself one time in Australia. And I was down there in Australia, and obviously as a huge sporting fan, you want to take in the local culture. And so I went to an Australian football game, and I had never seen Australian rules football in my entire life. I had, don't understand the rules. I don't understand how they play it. I don't understand the scoring. I don't understand anything, except for I did understand they had a gambling window inside the stadium, and I absolutely had to get some action down. So, you know, have a couple of drinks, get my action down, go out into the home team uh, crowd enjoying the hell out of myself like the greatest vibes you've ever had like you're in you're in your 20s you're in australia you're partying you're at a sporting event it's just awesome but i have no idea what's happening on the field and i found out in that moment it is thrilling to be like ted lasso or lovey smith where you don't even know the rules of what you're watching and you're just trying to figure it out as you go and it gets down to the end and i'm holding a minus three ticket and i think this is right i mean memory's a little hazy it was 15 years ago and 15 drinks deep but um the way i remember it is it was the last play of the game. I'm holding a minus three ticket and the home team is down by two points. So in America, you think you're cooked, right? Like if they line up for a kick, even if it goes through, you're not going to cover. They're only going to win by one. So the kick goes up and it goes through and the home crowd goes absolutely crazy. They go nuts. I'm like, oh, they're fired up that they won. I'm fired up too. Hell yeah, we saw a win, but I thought my ticket was torn. But it turned out the kick was worth six points. So somehow I didn't understand the rules whatsoever. They flashed four. They flashed six up on the board. They win by four and I cover, baby. I've never felt happier in my life, even if it was only enough to cover the next round. That was super fun. That's it. I mean, that's what they say. If you're ever bored watching sports, pick a side and bet on it. And all of a sudden, all your boredom will go away. 
Yeah, I, I still don't know why it was worth six. I don't, I don't know. I didn't make any sense, but I just know that I was in the money. Uh, we'll find out if we can be in the money yet again, Martin, as we conclude our battle. So let's give Caesars a little love, pay a couple of bills, and then we will be back to pay off our competition. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full the word Omaha and the word full and then you place your first bet up to $1,250 if you win great if you keep those winnings but if you lose you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet 21 and over only offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona Colorado Illinois Indiana Iowa Kansas Louisiana Massachusetts Maryland Michigan New Jersey New York Ohio Pennsylvania Tennessee Virginia West Virginia and Wyoming new users and first $10 plus wager only must register with eligible promo code bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss maximum bonus bet $1,250 bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles see caesars.com slash promos for full terms void where prohibited know when to stop before you start gambling problem arizona call 1-800 next step colorado wyoming kansas affiliated with kansas crossing casino call 1-800-522-4700 indiana call 1-800-9 with it iowa call 1-800 bets off louisiana call 1-877-770 stop licensed through horseshoe bossier city and harris new orleans massachusetts call 1-800-327-5050 or visit GamblingHelplineMA.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Okay, 
right, Martin, we are back and let's go from good vibes and hopefully continue them and not have bad vibes as we play heart, head, heater, cred. And you sent me over your picks. I sent you my picks. We are going to have fun today because we are exactly opposite on almost every way we see this weekend's action. I'm going to start you off with my heart pick, which is Dolphins minus six and a half and minus 110. Now, Martin, I'm, I listen to everything we've ever done on this network, and I used to listen to you and Rob Parker all the time talk on Lemon Pepper Parlay. Uh, about how you would prefer all flats, which is just an insane take, by the way. It's an insane take that I'd like to debate with you one time. Give me drumsticks all day long, but I'm going to play off of your all flats edition that you used to do on Lemon Pepper Parlay, and I'm giving you the all fades edition of Hearthead Heater Cred. I am tired. I'm tired of trying to figure out who is good. Today, I'm taking the easier route of just identifying who is bad and working backwards from there. And it starts in Denver, where I watched every play of Russ last week, and he continues to look cooked. It was a convenient narrative last year that it was the offense and that uh, Sean Payton would be able to fix them, but you can't fix burnt. If something's under-flavored, you can add a little bit to it to fix it. A little undercooked, no problem. You got a microwave, you throw it back on for a few more minutes. Once it's burnt, it's it's burnt, and he ain't coming back. I have zero confidence that Russ is going to suddenly going to rise up and beat a Dolphins team that looks like a top five contender in the league. And while I'd be nervous holding a futures ticket for the Dolphin, given to his health, I just need him to stay upright for 60 minutes here against a defense that could not even handle Sam Howell and the lowly commanders last week. So Russ can say all the Hail Marys he wants, but he's going to need an even bigger miracle to cover the spread and for me to lose this bet. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm the opposite of you on this one, 100%. I, I honestly think the Dolphins are on upset alert this week. Wow. I, I, okay. Tell I me why. Tell me Dolphins why. Dolphins are on upset alert this week. You watched the same game I did. You tell me why you think that. Because I believe, I believe wholeheartedly in Sean Payton and his ability to manage a football team. And not only that, his ability to manage a quarterback who's done. Drew Brees was like weekend at Bernie's. You could have called it weekend at Breeze's. <laughs> For the last two or three years of his career, right? How about this? You know, in a two-game or more losing streak, of which the Broncos had a few last year, Russell Wilson is 14-5 and five straight up, 14-4-1 against the spread in his career. And in 20 years, the only quarterback better is the one I just was talking about, Drew Brees. Now, what do those two men have in common? Colin Cowherd's former co-host, Sean Payton is calling the, is calling the plays for both of them. I'm t- look, uh, Miami they are flying high right now, and I'm not denying it. But I think when you go back and look at their first two games, first of all, if Cole Strange gains one more yard, we may be looking at a different outcome in New England. And Brandon Staley's probably going to be the first coach fired. I'm not taking away from Miami, but I think the Broncos are in a good spot right here. And what are you pairing it with? Tell the people. Tell the people what you're pairing it with, because I love this, Martin. You're going after it. I am pairing that with the Texans plus eight and a half. Okay. Because, I can't wait to hear it. Because, look, C.J. Stroud is being ignored right now. I don't understand why. Maybe it's because he wasn't the first overall pick. It's a lot of stuff going on. Maybe uh, Coach Prime in Colorado is just eating up too much of the airtime to where we're now normally we'll be looking at rookie quarterbacks and evaluating which one of these guys thinks or not. Well, let me tell you something. He's setting records for attempts without interception so far on this Houston team that is getting back offensive linemen going forward. And I have not been impressed with the Jaguars to start this season. I know 
that they just beat the, the high and mighty Kansas City Chiefs. But Kansas City, again, you tell me the last time they scored over 20 points in a game, and I'll tell you it was in the Super Bowl last year. It hasn't happened yet this season so far. And uh, I think they're losing something with Eric Bieniemy there. I like C.J. Stiles with playing well. They get some offensive linemen back. I'm concerned with the defensive injuries for the Texans, but I still think they'll be able to keep this one close. And, again, I got the Jags on upset alert too. So I'm pairing those two spreads together. All right. I think we're going to hear more about that upset alert later, so I won't step on it now. And I wish you a lot of luck backing those two picks in this week. I am glad to be on the other side of that one. Uh, Let's move over to the head category where we could dig into the numbers a little bit and continue my all fades edition. And I am going to make some money here on some fallen heroes. We have Giancarlo Stanton under 0.5 singles paired with Deshaun Watson over 0.5 INTs. You put those two together, Martin, you are looking at plus 210. Now, the Yankees being bad is obviously hilarious given all their advantages, but the Stanton thing is just approaching sad. He's got the same batting average in September as the year I graduated high school, 98. He is batting 98 in the month of September. He's under 100 with only five hits and 51 at-bats. He's got fewer hit singles than the album Johnny Depp put out last year, or so I've been told, because I do not hate myself enough to listen to it. But I do hate myself exactly enough to continue to watch Stanton hit, and while four of those knocks were bombs, he's only had one single the entire month. Despite that, you're still getting a decent number, with the odds usually sitting between minus 160 Uh, and minus 190, so continue to jump on it if you want to make money that looks like his bloated contract. And because I'm chasing you, I am going to pair that with the Deshaun Watson INT prop that we've spent all week talking about. And while it feels like cheating to get to fade Deshaun twice in the same contest, I really want to beat you, so I'm thrilled to do it and get plus 210 on the pair. Yeah, for my head pick, I'm taking the Patriots minus two and a half because, and I honestly... I recommend this if you're looking at Survivor Leagues right now. If you can hear my voice and you're in week three and you've made it to week three, I know that there's all these big double-digit spreads on the board. I know we just saw San Francisco and what they did to New York. But just take a step back. Think about what you've known of football over the last three years and ask yourself, is there any way that Zach Wilson beats Bill Belichick? The answer is no. You're welcome, because you're never going to want to pick this Patriots team again in your survivors. Don't be like me. Don't be like me last year. When I survived all the way to week nine, that's when it starts to feel real, okay? It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> there's only a, there's only a couple hundred people left in this thing. There's a million dollars on the line. I can really – I can get in. I, I'm here. Don't be me picking the New England Patriots Thursday night of week nine for one of one – of, Justin Fields is five career wins. That's what ends up happening later on in the season. Get it out the way now. Save your Chiefs and Cowboys and all of this for later on down the line. Play the well, Patriots. With, with all the stories I've been telling about you all week, Martin, the one thing the audience should know is they do want to be you, just not in this particular situation. And I got to say, it was really mean of you because you obviously went really different from me on, on the Broncos and the Texans and some other things that we'll talk about. And you left me the choice. The only way I could fail you is to take the lousy Jets. There's no way I could do that. That is just brilliant strategy. So I'm going to have to uh, avoid this one because I'm not going to bet on Belichick in his current state. But you didn't leave me any room to fail you whatsoever. It's 
it's it's brilliant on your part. Uh, on the heater, we have my usual pick of Bobby Witt Jr. over 0.5 stolen bases. Tonight is plus 165. And damn, Martin, I really thought I had you. As Witt did take off on Wednesday, but he got caught. He got caught stealing, and I did not cast that bet. But I expect more of the same tonight as he heads to Houston and continues to co- try to compile historical stats in, in, in completely non-competitive games. So I'm rooting for you, Bobby. How are you feeling, Martin, about the Dodgers on the run line tonight after they let both of us down on Wednesday? I'm feeling good about it because they did let me down last night. You know, 7-2 to there. Again, hit it on Monday. They'll finish this week 3-2 and two to the run line. That's why I'm looking at it. And they're plus one twenty three tonight. Is that right? Yeah. All right, plus one twenty three. I am. I am going to uh, tail you here because I've tailed you the first two times. I agree that they're going to go three or two. If we bet it through the weekend. They'll probably end up five and two. I think they have a great chance of sweeping the Giants. I'm uh, not believers in them whatsoever. So I am tailing your Dodgers pick for the third time this week because you didn't leave me much other choice. So let's get down to the money ball. Let's get down to the one that's probably going to decide this. And I had to take a big swing because you're beating me and a big swing I did take. I am going with a five team money line parlay because this strategy helped me win last week and it's going to have a good shot at helping me win to, again. I am going with the Jags, the Ravens, the Seahawks, the Chiefs, and the Cowboys. You put all five of those just to win, you get plus 180. And I've already admitted it. I'm only playing this one because you are winning and I need to catch up. But I've also already put my ticket in on Caesar, so my money is where my mouth is. And this is simple. Any list of the bottom seven teams in the league has to have the Colts, the Texans, the Panthers, the Cardinals, and the Bears on it to be legit. They are more bound franchises with bad quarterback coach combinations, which I know is important to you, and they are going against largely the class of the league here in week three. If I wasn't losing, I probably would have stopped at the Ravens, Chiefs, and Cowboys, but since I had to catch up, I'm including that Jags team that simply has to take care of a Texans team uh, if they're going to approach anything close to their preseason expectations, and a Seahawks team that bounced back really well in week two against the red freaking rocket Andy Dalton, who is filling in in Carolina this week. So I know you are really high on CJ Stroud. So if the listeners at home wanted to sub in the Dolphins over the Broncos, which I gave out earlier, uh, you get a better number at plus 200. And I wouldn't hate it, although I actually avoided that for the same reason that you gave out earlier. Fully respect to Coach Payton. Um, but I just don't not think that that uh, these five teams have any chance of getting it done on Sunday. So I am going with them. And besides the Texans, because I know that's what you're about to give out. Do you think any of the other four teams are going to blow me up against quality opponents here in week three? I think you are in danger anytime that you are playing a backup quarterback. Oh yeah. Anytime you're anytime, especially like, don't get me wrong. Like Jake Browning and Reed Stennett and Cincinnati are not scaring me. Right. I'd rather have Joe Burrow there. But anytime that you have a veteran backup quarterback that is coming in to start for an unestablished guy, right? Like Bryce Young, totally unestablished in this league. Andy Dalton, for better or for worse, you know what you're getting. That right there gives me a little bit of cause for concern. Jaguars as well, I'd be worried about it. And I have been clamoring. So you could ask Mark Gunnels, because he's heard me since Monday, said, Right now, you got the 49ers, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Jaguars. All of them touchdown over a touchdown favorites. He said every square in America is going to parlay those favorites together, mm-hmm. and one team's going to blow it. 
Mm-hmm. I'm putting my stake on Houston being the team to blow it. One team's going to blow this parlay. And that's what I, I, I envision this parlay in my dreams Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday night without any knowledge that you were going to be the one. I did not know you were going to be the person I was talking about. But yep. I said, I've been doing this too long. Those all are too good numbers. They're too, they look too easy. That's not how this game works. Somebody, one of these teams, if not two of these teams, is losing outright. Okay, and you're going with one of them with your pick? You know what? Because I'm going to have on you by like 14 units, right? Or three, I'm four units, four units. Yeah, I'm almost 213. Up. I'm almost 214 units. Yep. You know what? And this is a two-unit bet, right? Mm-hmm. The, the credit is a two-unit bet. You got the rules. I'm going to switch it up on you. What? I know I put Texas plus eight and a half there. Nah, mark this down, Brett. This is what we're doing. I'm parlaying the Broncos on the money line and your Washington commanders on the money line. That pays out about 13 to one. Either I'm going to either here. This is the way this goes. This is the way this goes. Okay. 13 to one. Either I win this to set a record for the highest unit amount on trending. Or I lose that because this your cred pick is definitely losing, right? And so then we wiggle back and forth on heart, head, and heater, and we'll see if you can make up the four units there, right? right? Okay. Or I just win outright. So that's the way I'm looking at it. I'm going, like, go big or go home, and I'm definitely going home after this. <laughs> I'm just going big. Oh, my God. Martin Tin Cup Weiss is pulling the ball out of his bag and trying to knock it on the green here to blow the lead of the U.S. Open. What are you doing, man? This is incredible. You're, you'd are you be happy to just defeat me, but you want to crush me. You want to destroy me. You want to rip my soul out and put the high score of the game that nobody could ever approach. You are a big swinging player. Yeah, hey, listen, I'm trying to have my name in the record books. Well, you will if you hit that. And I it's also particularly devious because I you know I gotta root for the dead commanders. So I can't even uh, hope to fade this on you. I'll be pulling for it right along with you if the Broncos pull through as well. Okay, so look, commanders. I th- I gave you the Broncos notes. Commanders, they're a home dog at 2-0. In the last 20 years, only nine teams have been undefeated straight up and a home dog of six points or more. Those teams. Seven and two against the spread. Now, I know that's against the spread, but Josh Allen, on the flip side, in 43 of his 57 starts, has covered by more than seven. Generally, and he's got 43 wins, right? Yep. 43 wins, and then those he's covered over the seven. So he lo- they lose close games, Buffalo. There's a tropical storm. In the Atlantic, that is apparently supposed to hit and impact the weather. I think the Josh Allen Stock Exchange will be down on Sunday. You know, it goes up and down and up and down, depending on where you're at. If you didn't sell high after week two, I feel bad for you because week three, I think, is going down, especially with bad weather, especially with his inability to make any type of smart decision running the ball, and especially with the way that this commander's offense has been humming with Eric Bieniemy. Yeah. Give me the commanders. Well, you'll notice I didn't throw the bills in my money line parlay. So you and I aren't very far apart on that game. And I've got my fingers crossed. I do have to say that I know I'm the biggest square in America, pal, but you still have to tail or fail one of my bets. So which one's it going to be? Oh, I was failing the parlay. How are you going to fail, fail the parlay? You're going to put in five You can put in five separate bets against that? How are you going to fail it? All right. I'll fail Bobby Witt Jr. then. 
Okay, that's a good one. I'll uh, I'll look that number up and give it out. But, all right, Bobby Witt Jr. to not get a steal tonight is going to also go into Martin Weiss's bank account. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break so I can sizzle or I can get down from that sizzling hot take that he just gave, that he gave out a 13-to-1 line with his cred pick. Take our break. We'll be back with a second guest express and get you out of here. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Okay, we are back and I've cooled off enough to finish the show. I've still got second degree burns from that take. Uh, we are going to go with the Second Guest Express where we talk about a bet that we researched, we thought about giving out, but we didn't, which guarantees its success. Uh, we are going, for me, I'm going to go with Brian Robinson over 56.5 rushing yards at minus 101. We already started talking about that commander's game. Uh, and in particular, if there's weather and this ends up being more ground and pound, this number seems way too low for a guy pushing 20 carries a game when he's typically good for four yards a carry and is also capable of getting big chunk plays and ripping off you know half of this total in a single carry and the bills defense gave up 172 yards against the jets so it's not like they are a brick wall up front and martin just like you i am feeling weirdly confident about a commander's team and their ability to at least keep it close so they won't abandon the run. Their front four stacks up with almost everyone in the league, and Sam Howell hasn't entered the picket zone yet for a guy who clearly doesn't have it. And the fans are back, Martin. I got to tell you, I'm one of them. The fans are back. They'll have an actual home field advantage after years of the stadium being full of excrement both on and off the field. Print your bumper stickers now. The 2023 commies, the 2023 commies, less than before. I'll take it. Didn't put it in because it's hard to take over uh, any RB over, given all the injuries. And as a Washington fan, I've been trained to believe we can't have nice things, but I still like the line this week. And plus, too, the Bills had not been great shakes at stopping the run. That's how, I mean, one of these losses that the Bills team has is to a Zach Wilson-led Jets team. I know Aaron Rodgers played four snaps in that game, but let's be real, two of them were sacks, okay? (laughs) So they were getting to Aaron Rodgers and Brees Hall, they had Brees Hall looking like comeback player of the year in week one. So I don't I, I like the over here. I'm taking 
for my second guest express is because I hate to see it happen. It really does make me upset. Taysom Hill is going to line up at quarterback for the New Orleans Saints this week mm. at least five to seven times. In those five to seven times, he's going to run the ball hopefully five to seven times because if he throws his guy, goodness gracious. <laughs> I think Taysom Hill anytime TD at plus 245 or depending on what you can see his rushing yards at, I think those both hit like in this game against the Packers and a game I think the Saints will ultimately lose. But if you think about any time TD, Derek Carr last year was the worst quarterback in the red zone out of 33 quarterbacks that, that qualified. He was the worst in terms of completion percentage, drives that ended in touchdowns, all of that. And this year, he hasn't gotten any better. Think if the Saints are going to be smart and want to try to score the ball in the red zone, Taysom Hill's package, instead of being around midfield, will come in around the 20-yard line. So I can see Taysom Hill bumping off a few people and finding himself in the end zone for plus 245. I love on a Sunday to keep the audio on the Red Zone channel because I just like to hear the bat crap crazy takes that some of these commentators had. And I think it was week one when Hill came in uh, when they were on the Red Zone channel. And the uh, it, was week, said, it was week one for 100%. I know it was Ross Tucker. Ross Tucker was the guy who commented. I, I, I heard it and I, my jaw hit the ground. Ross Tucker, I believe, on an open mic, and I like Ross, he said to everybody, Taysom Hill has got to be one of the greatest football players I've ever seen. Greatest football players I've ever seen. For a backup quarterback, they can't run nothing but, you know, like power uh, power T running styles from like the 30s, like Red Grange and him are sharing the same field. It's suddenly the greatest football player he's ever seen. I couldn't believe it, Mark. I, too, like Ross Tucker. Uh, I'm a big fan of him and his podcast. I listen to, like, he does five days a week. I'm probably in on three of them, um, minimum. But I, what he was trying to say was one of the most versatile players ever. Yeah. Because that is true. Because he can play linebacker. He can play tight end. He can play gunner on your special teams and return punts. It's just the thing that gets me, though. Is he so much better at all of those things than he is at quarterback? Yeah. It's remarkable. It's incredible. It like it it it's like asking a guy who 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 is a vegetarian, right? Who makes these beautiful, great vegetarian meals. This quinoa and black bean chili is off the charts. It's like, hey, bro, I want that steak medium rare. Like, I don't even know what he's doing. He didn't know how to do it. But if you told him, hey, raise this cauliflower and give me some Brussels sprouts, then they would be amazing. Yeah. Well, as a guy who now talked into a mic way more than uh, probably should, I'm going to say lots of stupid things. But I that one had to come back up. And I didn't get a chance to bring it back up until you just gave out and take some hill pick. So, oh, woo, woo, woo. I uh, wish he had said the word versatile. All right. Well, let's talk about where we're going to also be on the mic throughout the weeks, Martin. I know you're going to be leaving this show for a little while. I'm sure you'll be back, particularly to rub it in my face when you beat me by 40 units when your credit uh, credit pick kicks in. But where else oh, can yeah. people hear you in the well, meantime? The only thing I ask, because uh, you know what? I'm not one of those guys who, who needs pats on the back or anything like that. You know, I don't need that. That's what the money is for, as Don Draper once famously said. That's what the money is for. That's why you bet it and you win. All I'd say, though, if, in fact, this 13-1 parlay hits, and I do set a record on this, I feel like on the Friday show, as the competition is wrapping, you have to at least acknowledge who the record holder is. 
Okay. Well, I, you know, I would love to do that because I want to goad people into chasing the record to throw their money at 13 to ones rather than more normal bets that might actually beat me. So I, I'm in. I'll, I'll say it after before every pick that everybody ever makes on the show to try to get them to do this again. Well, yeah, no, but uh, we'll be on the I'll be on the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast where I gave out a a more neutered version of this parlay. As my lemon pepper parlay, I took the points there, but I also told everybody I sprinkled the money line because you know what? I just, damn it, it's gonna happen. I, I, I've been betting too long, especially the way that things have been going like all overs week one, all unders week two, all road teams week one, all favorites week two. Like, no, 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 no. This isn't, no, 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 no. And plus, two, the factoring in how the books have been taking a bath on Colorado the last three mm-hmm. weeks of the season. No, they're coming back and they're getting it in blood with all these touchdown favorites and all these teasers that people are. I'm a big teaser guy too. I love a long teaser. Tease me through a tease me through that seven and three, baby, all the way down. (laughs) Give me down to two and a half. I love it. I just don't see it happening in the same way this week. All right. Well, make sure you catch that out on uh, Lemon Pepper Parlay now on its own feed. Find it wherever you listen to your shows. Find the rest of our network shows. The 15-minute pregame show just dropped uh, right before we started recording. So go listen to that right now. It is always excellent. Uh, We have Minus 3. We have Covered in Glory. We have Waiver Wired now on its own feed. And, of course, Extra Points with Dave and Sarah Tiana, where they had another hilarious show on Wednesday. Next week, we will be back. And we're working out some final scheduling kinks, but I'm pretty sure Katie Mox, Omaha's own Katie Mox, is stepping into the hot seat next week to go head-to-head with me on Trendy. Hope you have a great weekend at the betting window. Have you a great weekend with your friends and family. And enjoy the games, everyone.